0: Hey friend, and welcome to the Intentional Productivity Podcast. This is for you working moms that want your day to intentionally reflect your priorities. I'm Joelle Cease, I know, it looks like Seuss, and I'm passionate about intentional priority time management. I want you to feel like your day is filled with what's most important to you. I'm so glad you're here with me, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hey friend, and welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be sharing a personal story about myself. Maybe some of you know it, some of you don't, but my journey with incompetent cervix during my pregnancies. I have had two pregnancies and I have two sons. It is an absolute miracle that they both beat, we beat incompetent cervix twice without knowing that I had incompetent cervix with my first pregnancy. So today I'm going to be sharing my story of how I found out about incompetent cervix, what my first pregnancy was like, and how my second pregnancy, where it was a preventative situation, was completely different. So for those of you who are new here and maybe found me because of searching about incompetent cervix, like I truly want to give you the greatest of hugs right right now. I have... My YouTube channel, where I documented my pregnancies, and every day on either Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube videos, I get comments from women and wonderful, amazing husbands taking the time to hear my story. Some of them have, some of you have had loss, and I can't even imagine the heartbreak that you feel that this condition has robbed you know the the beautiful life that was inside you that was perfect absolutely perfect and everything was 100 percent okay and so if you are listening to this and you have incompetent cervix no i am so sorry and i love you and this is my story and i just hope that it gives you hope And that it encourages you to stay strong in your faith during this really difficult thing that you are going through. So let's start from the beginning. I found out I was pregnant in January of 2016. And I have always been into health and fitness. And I was just like, yes, I am going to be that cute pregnant lady uh, that you see in videos. And she's so inspiring and encouraging because she's just all muscles and just this little bump going on. I was like, that's going to be me. Um, And the first trimester of pregnancy was, you know, pretty normal for the first trimester of pregnancy for anybody. There is no pre-signs of incompetent cervix. I found out I had incompetent cervix because We made it to 20 weeks and we went into our 20-week ultrasound for the full anatomy scan. And I remember my mind was truly just on finding out the gender of the baby. I was so excited to find out the gender. And after we had our anatomy scan, we went upstairs to my doctor's office, who's the sweetest and most amazing woman ever. And she was talking to us about her concern of my cervix being short. And we really just... Kind of brushed it off. I didn't worry about it. And she was like, oh, I want to get another ultrasound in a week just to check and see if anything changes. And in my mind, I was like, sweet, I get to see my baby again. I'm going to come back at 21 weeks and have another ultrasound. So cool. And so naive, you guys. I didn't even like, I did not even Google short cervix. I, I just just brushed it off and I went into my 20 to a 21 week ultrasound that was not routine but she wanted to do because my cervix was short and um, got into the room and knew something was wrong and she walked in and I pretty much just started crying because I could sense her energy I'm a total like what is it called empath where like when somebody's in a mood I feel it (laughs) I feel it and I just immediately started crying and she said your cervix is at and my numbers may be off you guys at this point of this recording this was like almost exact like this was almost four years four years ago so the numbers are from off the top of my head if you want to know exact numbers I have them on my youtube channel because I was documenting them in real time but my cervix was dilating my water bag was starting to bulge my cervix was either 0.3 or 0.8 and and I was like, I am 21 weeks pregnant. I should not be hearing that word dilating. I should not be seeing my water bag. Like I knew those things. And my mom was with me at that appointment because my husband was um, out of town helping some friend or helping some family get moved and settled into their new home. And I remember just calling him. Okay, so let's stay at the appointment. So at the appointment, she told me that that was the pla- that was the situation of my cervix. And she said, if you were my little sister, I would advise you to go to this hospital. And it was a hospital that was four hours away, a four hour drive from where we lived. And she's like, somebody could do this procedure here, but we are not experts in it down in Minneapolis area, Minneapolis-St. Paul area, um, these, these people are professionals, and they do this procedure way more often than we do, and I would highly suggest you go to them if you're willing to make the drive, and I was like, yes, and I literally left the hospital, dropped my mom off back at her car, and off on that four hour drive, I went, my husband was kind of ha- at the halfway point, And I remember meeting him along the interstate at like this random truck stop. And we both just got out of the car and sobbed. She told me, do not Google incompetent cervix. Do not Google short cervix. Just get yourself to the hospital. Um, and they will take care of you. And I was just like, had so much fear. I sobbed the entire way I just did not want to go through because you know at this point this baby was not viable and that's just even heartbreaking to even say out loud and knowing my spunky little three and a half year old now I'm like you know his body his soul is is there's nothing wrong with him and so to think like my body I'm just like totally Let's, let's stay on track. Well, um, so we drove, we got to the hospital. They, you know, had told me you're going to meet with a doctor tomorrow, but just stay in the hospital bed so we can monitor things and monitor the baby and make sure everything's okay. Um, and you'll meet with the, the surgeon tomorrow morning and I was, and you'll have surgery tomorrow morning. And I was like, okay. The nurse asked me like, do you understand what's going on right now? And I looked at her and I said, my baby's perfectly healthy perfectly fine my body's just rejecting and ejecting him and she was like no but yes in the same breath and i wasn't having any signs of labor i wasn't contracting there was none of that like i literally felt like the most normal second trimester pregnancy woman ever and i was like praying and sobbing and asking god like why is this happening to us so the next morning, I met with the doctor. He checked me. He said I qualified for the emergency circlage placement. It was very risky surgery because he initially he essentially had to push my water bag back up and then place the cervix or place the circlage around my cervix. And we, I mean, that could break my water, and if he broke my water, we would have to deliver the baby within 24 hours and the baby was not viable at that point or the cerclage could work and I could remain pregnant. And I got the cerclage and I remember just feeling really crampy and anxious during my hospital stay. They did keep me for 48 hours, I believe, after my cerclage and then sent me home for modified bed rest. Obviously, Pelvic rest when you have incompetent cervix and a cerclage. No um, transvaginal ultrasounds, no, nothing goes in that area until the baby is ready to come out. So I was on modified bed rest, and because I work from home, I really was on probably self prescribed full bed rest. I did not want to get out of bed. I didn't want to move. I didn't want to go downstairs. I didn't want to carry groceries. And so I didn't. And weeks 21 to 32 were so long and so hard. Um, It was the beginning of spring and into summer. And I just felt so trapped in my house and in my body and just fearful. But then as I got to 32 weeks, I started doing you know outings like going to the movie with my husband or going out to dinner with my husband and they were always places that were closer to the hospital than our home was so my anxiety and frustrations lessened after 32 weeks I but I remember weeks 21 to 32 were so long and specifically weeks 21 to 24 felt like an eternity in eternity. I also got progesterone shots every week. So in my first pregnancy, I was going to the doctor weekly for cervical length checks until week 32. And at week 32, it was just getting way too hard. Baby baby boy was getting way too big to s- measure and see um, what my cervix length was. But my cerclage held steady. And at 35 weeks, um, I felt a lot of pain and pressure. So we did remove our discomfort pressure and we removed the cerclage. Cerclage removal is typically done in the clinic, just done kind of, kind of like a pap smear, but different. Mine was so tight, I guess it was done so well that, and it was very painful that I did have to schedule a procedure where they gave me a spinal and I was numb from the waist down and she removed the cerclage. My cervix held for another week. My son was born 9, 9 16 and fast and furious labor and delivery, a vaginal delivery, and we be incompetent cervix. And I know that that is rare. I know that most of you find out that you have incompetent cervix after you've experience loss and that like breaks my heart I am so sorry and it's it's an incredibly scary traumatizing experience so much so that there is even a YouTube video that I titled that we probably won't have more kids I filmed that video in October of 2017 And I found out I was pregnant with my second son in November of 2017. So I'm sure God was laughing at me when I was making that video because his plans are always greater than our own. even Even if we don't understand what's going on and why it's going on. I found out I was pregnant with my second. And of course, we were very excited and we were also very scared. But from what I understood is, you know, with incompetent cervix, it's really second trimester loss is where you're in that red zone if you experience a miscarriage in the first from my understanding obviously i'm not a doctor but from my understanding if i had a miscarriage in my first trimester it was irrelevant to um, incompetent cervix so i knew that my plan if i got pregnant the second time which i was was You know, just really kind of be normal but cautious in that first trimester. At 12 weeks, I had a scheduled doctor's appointment with the same surgeon that saved my first son's life. I got to see him again and thank him and cry and just tell him how much his work means to me and to our family. And then we got to the discussion of our plans for pregnancy and baby number two. And because I hadn't suffered a loss, because I did technically make it to full term, which was 36 weeks, he suggested to just do vaginal monitoring and see what my cervix does. My husband and I both knew in our hearts and in our guts and after asking him very smart questions, said, we are not okay with that. We are absolutely not okay with that. We want to Go forward and do another circlage, and because um, the doctor who did my circlage was different than my regular OB, we did have an understanding that if the, I mean, if the, what would you? He specializes in this type of procedure. So if my specialist wouldn't perform the preventative cerclage, we would have my OB do it or somebody in my local hospital do a preventative cerclage. Now, obviously, I really wanted to go with my previous cerclage doctor and he did accept. He did say, I've got, and he did say he had a really busy schedule. Let's try to get you worked in. And usually around 13 weeks is when you have that preventative circlage place. Maybe it's around 15, but I believe mine was around 17 weeks along. Maybe it was like 15 or 17 weeks long. Like I said, the specifics is in my um, YouTube channel videos and we did the preventative cerclage. It was just in a surgery center. I came in for my procedure, went home. The first week at home post cerclage, I really put myself on bed rest and then following that, I was just on take it as cautious as you can with a oh, how old was my son at the time? 18 months. My son was 18 months old ish oh my gosh that's just so crazy to me when I was pregnant with my second so I just took it as easy as I could but still I made the heart commitment and prayed prayed so much to enjoy this pregnancy no matter what was going to happen I trusted God had his plans I trusted it was all going to work out even if it didn't work out how I exactly wanted it to, but I was going to be hopeful and I was going to be positive and I wasn't going to live in fear and be crippled by fear like I was in my first pregnancy. I know that is so much easier said than done. Once I had my cerclage placement, I took it very, very easy for like a week. I asked almost any friend or family member that offered their help, I asked for their help. And then slowly over time, I got comfortable with doing outings and taking care of my son. I utilized things like grocery pickup instead of, you know, like going grocery shopping. I obviously limited heavy lifting, stopped working out during both pregnancies. But with my second, I was still lifting my 18 month old into his high chair and into his car seat and I just refused I was taking caution and my doctor was okay with that but I I just was not going to live in fear anymore and of course I rested when I needed to rest I as soon as my son was down for naps and for bedtime I was resting and getting off my feet as well. I was spending more time playing with him on the floor, like looking him in the eye and it it ended up being perfectly okay. I got my cerclage removed at 35 weeks again because my doctor was going on a vacation and it was very uncomfortable but not as much as my first. My first was in my pelvis engaged like he was ready to come out. He was also a very fast delivery my second son was too but my first was way more engaged in my pelvis and in my hips than my second so i got my cerclage removed it held for another week and a half i had my second at 36 weeks and five days and we beat incompetent cervix twice i did have um, progesterone shots with my first pregnancy and i started progesterone shots with my second but because they switched progesterone shots i was allergic found out i was allergic to the oil base that was in it and so i started doing progesterone suppositories and that is my incompetent cervix story i will leave my youtube playlist down below it is a part of me and i i never ever would have thought that I would have had high risk or complicated pregnancies. I envy and admire my friends and people that I see that do have perfectly, quote, normal pregnancies. But it's a part of my story and my life. And because of my two boys, gosh, like I would relive it all over again if I needed to for them. I mean... I hope my story gives you encouragement and prayer. I'm also in the show notes below. If you've made it this far, I love you. (laughs) Um, In the show notes below, I am going to leave a beautiful prayer for any pregnant mama. If you have a friend that's pregnant, if you have incompetent cervix or not, and you're pregnant, listen to this beautiful prayer. It's on, it's just on YouTube. It's something that I listened to in any moment where I was anxious. I leaned on this prayer because she put in God's word and the desires of my heart in this beautiful way. And I was like, I needed it. I needed it through both of my pregnancies. And I leaned on it many, many, many times. And so I want to give it as a free gift to you. It's just, it's not even mine. It's somebody else's, but I found it on YouTube and it is absolutely amazing. So I wanted to share it with you guys. And that is my incompetent cervix story. I wish it didn't connect me and you together I didn't wish it didn't happen to me I wish it didn't happen to any of you and the heartbreak that it may have caused thank you for listening to today's episode listening to my story this season of life incompetent cervix really taught me a lot because prior to incompetent cervix I was a hustler (laughs) I was constantly achieving constantly working a workaholic always doing never really relaxing just always focused on the next thing the next thing I found my joy and my validation in what I was accomplishing and what I was achieving and I was chasing after all of these things that I now realize are not that important in the grand scheme of life right and so incompetent cervix taught me to slow down. Incompetent cervix taught me there are times where we surrender to our seasons. Incompetent cervix taught me to, even in the midst of a terrible time, Because it's not fair. It's not fair to have the joy of pregnancy be robbed from you and live in that fear. But incompetent cervix taught me that even in those moments of fear and frustration and unknown, you can still stand strong in your faith no matter what. God's got you and he loves you. And even the bad things in life are used for his greater good. And I do I mean, I hear that and there are times where I still don't understand how that's even possible, but I know that it's truth. Sending you all of the love today and thank you again for listening. I see you, my friend. I see you feeling frazzled and overwhelmed with all of the things that you have on your heart, on your mind, and on your plate. I want to help you find peace and productivity in the 24 hours that we have each and every single day. I created the intentional priority program for you mamas that have a lot on your plate that you want to serve well with love and intention without feeling overwhelmed and frazzled. The intentional priority program is going to walk you through Establishing what is important to you right now. What are your intentional priorities? How are they different from intrinsic priorities? Navigating your 24 hours in a day so you feel productive and peaceful with doing enough and not all of the things. Check out the show notes below for the Intentional Priority Program. Let me be your intentional time management coach. I am so excited and honored to be teaching you ladies to view the 24 hours that you have in a day differently. No more frazzle, no more overwhelm, no more exhaustion. You're a multi-passionate mama, and I'm here to help you prioritize and serve all of the things that are important to you.